0: Drive Time Radio with New York Vinny. Wow. We got out of that year. We got out of 2020. Holy moly. Oh, very good morning to you. New York Vinny here with you. It is Drive Time Radio. Locally in Seattle, the beautiful city of Seattle, a cold and wet city of Seattle, but the beautiful city of Seattle, at eleven fifty KKNW, eleven fifty a.m. As we are every Saturday morning from eight to nine, and worldwide on the web at uh, on Facebook Live, so you can uh, chat with us and, and, and talk to us here. You, know, you go to the comments on uh, uh either uh, my page new york vinnie Ricci, or you can also go to um drive time radio and television and uh we are streaming there as well so please by all means uh join us hang with us and uh for the next hour we will uh, be talking cars And we are going to today do, as we uh, have done um, for years now, but uh, as this edition of the show, uh, the Seattle one-hour edition of the show, is uh, uh, just um, a year and a half old. uh, This is the second time that we are doing the top five cars that I did not want to give back. Now, what that is, to explain it to you simply, is... As you know, I have the best uh, deal in the world. I get to drive a new car every week uh, to test them out and then to report to you what I think. It, uh, I advise people on buying cars. It's been a, uh, a thing of mine since, I mean, we've been doing this. Michael Knight and I started this back in, in 1990. Great. we've done it, and and I've done it ever since. And so I have driven. I usually get to drive. This was a a short year because of the pandemic. Uh, Usually I'm driving 100 cars a year between events that I go to. And then the car that I drive every week, Uh, you hear the, uh, the thing that Nathan does. Yo, Vinny, what are you driving this week? And that started actually with, um, I don't remember my good friend Val Stouffer, uh, from Cairo Radio. When I used to be on Cairo, we used to do this feature over on Cairo way back, you know, in the 90s, in the 2000s. And, you know, Val was on on Saturday mornings with me. <laughs> it became, yo, Vinny, what are you driving this week? And we did it in the, I mean, on the, not Saturday, it was in the afternoon. And we would do a feature. It was weekendy, though. But it was. And anyway, so every year, I do the top five cars that I did not want to give back, that I actually tried to hold on to to the last minute till the guys come, or women, or whoever it is, the people that come, and pick the cars up and take them back and and drop off another one. You know, that's how we get them every week. They deliver them, and we, you know, we... You know, you clean up, clean out the car and give it back and, and they drop you off another one. And there are cars that you get that are, you know, I mean, it's the great thing about this is besides driving, uh, you know, the, the, the normal kind of car that you would go to, I don't know, let's say, uh, a Hyundai, a Hyundai dealer. or a Kia dealer or a Toyota dealer, and, you know, buy that car off the showroom floor or off the lot, and, you know, it's a regular family car. We get to drive a lot of times the special editions of these cars. Uh, Most of them are opted out to the max. They're the high-dollar version of whatever that model is. And every once in a while, they send you... um, the beast they send you the car that is way past anything that that probably most of us are ever going to buy except me i'm crazy i'm i'm still thinking i'm still thinking that i'm going to buy a new corvette someday i haven't haven't pulled the trigger on it yet but i'm thinking before i die i want to buy a new corvette because that's my car i've had corvettes and and um it's just uh and i got to drive one this year and uh, it was as spectacular and as uh, as as wonderful as as i thought it was going to be and even then some but we'll talk about that later um so every year i pick out you know you have to whittle them down now as i say many years we're driving a hundred cars and we get to go to a track and drive. We have, uh, two events that we do. Um, one from, I belong to an international motor press association out of New York. And we do a track day every year where we bring a bunch of cars out to a track. And I mean, the high end, you know, the CTSV Cadillac and the Nissan, uh, you know, um, uh, uh, Nismo model of whatever it is, uh, you know the, the BMW uh, the BMW M's uh, the S's the Dodge brings out the uh, Wildcats. I mean it's 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 just a it's a it's a speed fest, and we get over two days to drive them all around a track at uh, the Monticello Motor Club in upstate New York. And there's I don't know 50 cars there, 60 cars. And you just jump in and put a helmet on, poof, out on the track. It's an awesome deal. So you get to drive the ones that they may not want to give to everybody because this cars that certain guys get. We know this. Certain riders get them and other riders don't get them. I'm lucky enough that I've been around long enough that I get some fantastic cars. I mean, I've had the Wildcats. I've had the scat backs, uh Dodgers. <clears throat> I've had the... Uh, you know the uh, 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 the the, the um, Scat Pack Jeeps, the Wildcat Jeeps. I mean, you know, drive a Jeep with 700 horsepower. I mean, that'll 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 tickle your fancy a little bit. But so every year we have to whittle down and get down to the five. But usually it starts out probably getting down to 15. So in one respect, it was a little easier this year because we didn't get to drive some of the cars that I would have liked to drive this year. We didn't get a chance to, um, you know, sample, you know, like like the, the, the Audi A8s and, and uh, some of those, you know, um, we didn't get a chance to sample... I'm trying to think. Is that, you know the Porsche uh, uh, take on this year, the electric Porsche. Uh, we didn't get a chance to schedule to uh, sample. You know some of those cars that would go right to the top of the list. But that don't matter because what I think we got this year was a purer picture of what people drive because you didn't have those. You know you didn't have those cars in it to to, uh, you know, take a, because the average person's not going out and buying a, you know, it's nice to uh, pull up at the coffee shop or cars and coffees or, uh, you know, when I was back in um, in Pittsburgh at the coffee tree, it was always nice to pull up with those cars and, um, you know, everybody come out, look at them, wow, I'm at the Z, I got a great picture of everybody with the ZL1. Uh, Camaro, and everybody's looking at it, you know, and it gets the testosterone going. And, you know, guys, I mean, guys love cars. It's, it's, and I, I, listen, I know women do too. But there's something about cars that we are, you know, there's something about we get the Tonka toys when we're a kid and all that kind of stuff. And I know it's all changing now, and girls play with Tonka trucks and everything like that. I'm not, but, but there's something inside people, but especially men, that when they see these cars, they go hog wild. And and those cars are great. But the cars that we got, the, the, the list that we distilled this year from all the cars I drove, I thought was the truer list of what people drive. You didn't have, as I said, you didn't have those other cars in there to, uh, to, to, you know, change the dynamic of the list. So we came up with 19. Usually we have uh, 10 finalists. We start out with a list of of between 10 and 20, and we get it down to, um, down to the top five. So I'll give you the um, I'll, I'll give you the top 19, and then you can, if you want to, at home, if you want to play the game at home, try to figure out from that top 19 which ones made the top five. So that'll be um, you know, there's a little game you can play at home if you want to do that, or wherever you're listening. So, uh, and you know, listen, it was a varied list. This year, Uh, there's electrics. There are, um, you know, not full electrics yet. I didn't have a full electric this year. Oh, no, I did. I I take that back. I did have a full electric this year. Um, I hope to test many more electrics in the upcoming year. I am excited about driving the Hummer. I'm excited about driving the electric Bronco. Um, I haven't had a Leaf in a while, a Nissan Leaf. I'm excited about driving one of those. I'm excited about driving more Seattle type cars. And I, um, I don't know. I, I just thought that the list, uh, uh, that, that it, uh, the, the, the direction of the car business with the pandemic, although it has been slowed down and although it was kicked in the teeth for a little while, has recovered nicely. Now, it's not going to really recover until the economy gets better. But I think the forecast for for the automotive business is good in that electrics are coming, and it seems that people want them. Yeah, there's the curmudgeons that are going to say, no, I'll never buy an electric car. It doesn't do this. It doesn't do that. The problem is is that the electric cars right now seem to do everything better. Now, overall, what will um? Effect be on the environment? Will we have to have more uh, power plants? How will that all work as you change to electricity from uh, fossil? F- you know, from fossil fuel. Will you will you l- use less gasoline, less oil? Will it cause you to use more coal? Will we uh, be able to charge these cars? Eventually, with solar power, which I think is probably the direction it's going to go. And, you know, and autonomous cars made a big splash uh, this year. We're getting closer to autonomous cars, although I think there's some some major issues there that have to be worked out. And I got to be honest with you, the stuff that uh, goes on with the... Uh, computer hacking certainly worries me about autonomous cars. It's something to uh, to think about. Uh, you know, we, we've seen already where these cars can be hacked, and I think that that's something before they go to complete autonomous driving that you're going to have to make sure. But we had a, a seminar about lidar not too long ago. That was fascinating, the advances in that area that will allow, you know, the regular cruise control or type radar in your car sees one way. The LiDAR develops a lens. They've developed a lens that can see 180 degrees. So now you're looking at stuff on the sides and off to the front of the car, sides of the front of the car and on the side of the car. And that could be the... um, The thing that puts it over the top. But again, uh, I'm going to reserve judgment on that until we see what's happening. Uh, Also, Apple getting involved, uh, back involved in the car business. They weren't for a while. They were, then they weren't, then they were, then they weren't. Now, reportedly, they are back in again. Amazon is pushing uh, for... Uh, autonomous vehicles autonomous electric vehicles so they can just send an autonomous vehicle out to your house they don't need to drive and I guess you go out there and pick it up or maybe they have a big one of those big things like Squatch used to use in the Coliseum where it stick the package and just shoot it into your front window I don't know maybe that's the way you ought to go but uh, certainly uh, a varied list let me uh, quickly give you the list of the uh, uh, the ninth, I believe nineteen cars that I drove this year that I that I didn't want to give back that I thought were uh, the the cream of the crop. Um, the Genesis th- uh, G90 rear-wheel drive, the VW Atlas Cross Sport, the Mazda CX-30, the Ford Mustang convertible, the six-cylinder um, um, high-performance convertible the Chevrolet Bolt Premier, the Kia Seltos, the Hyundai Palisade, the Hyundai Venue, the Toyota Avalon TRD. Ooh, I love that car? The Toyota Supra with the four-cylinder engine, the Ford F-350 Super Duty Platinum. Oh, quien mas mucho macho, that truck. Whoa. I mean, you got in that truck and... You felt like it was a phone booth and you took off the glasses and the tape and boom, you are your Superman. Um, The Mercedes-Benz Sprinter. Uh, The Mercedes E300. The Hyundai Sonata Hybrid. The BMW M6 Competition. The Tahoe High Country. The BMW, uh, we did the BMW and the Corvette Stingray. And there were other cars that could have made the list, uh, but those are what we pared down to the finalists. <clears throat> and cars that we just thought that would be um, would be the ones that I didn't want to give back. The ones they had to drag me kicking and screaming from. The ones that I looked at and drove and said, man, I spent more hours in um, in these cars than some of the other cars that were delivered this year because they were fun to drive. They served their purpose well. Uh, they did what they did well. And they were great cars and a lot of fun. So that's the list. Uh, we will pare it down. And get to the top five. We also have. Yes, we do. Our Saturday morning cartoon. You're going to love this one. Saturday morning cartoon is coming up. We will have that for you because we love doing that. By the way, I want to wish my friend, my good friend, Richie Castro, who I grew up with. From Jackson Heights. Richie, happy birthday! He's a good man, Richie Castro. Like I said, knew him, known him for years and years and years. We grew up together in Jackson Heights. It's his birthday today. He has uh, his—he he served in the Marines. Uh, his his children are in the service. Um. You, you could be the more stand-up guy than Richie, and um, a, a good man and with with a good family and good kids and his whole family when I was growing up. His sister wrote a book that I, that, that his little sister, hang around the house, wrote a, a self-help book, a, a, a spectacular guy, and we wish him uh, from the entire crew at drive time. Uh, we wish him a happy birthday, man. So stick around. Uh, Nathan will have the, will ask me the question of the week, and we will uh, give you the, the top five. It is our... Uh, Kick off New Year's Weave week no New Year's weekend uh, number one show on this the second day of January it's the uh, it's what do they call that Nathan when the when the year is the same backwards as it is forward
1: uh, what's that word again a uh, palindrome right
0: a palindrome right because today is one two twenty one is it a palindrome is it a palindrome an arena no, yep.
1: no, palindrome is when the uh, word or number is the same thing backwards as it is forwards, like race car. That's a palindrome.
0: Yeah, it is. What do you know? Nathan, that's why you add so much to the show. See, I could have been sneaky and just gone on Google and figured that out, but no. I asked Nathan, because Nathan, ladies and gentlemen, is drive times Google. All right, stick around. We got the uh, cartoon of the week coming up for you, as well as the top five cars I did not want to give back. Right here on Drive Time Radio, it's New York Vinnie hanging out with you on a Saturday
1: morning. Don't go anywhere on KKNW. If you're searching for that perfect gift for the college-bound kid in your life, the Car Care Council suggests putting together a roadside emergency kit. An inexpensive roadside kit is easy to assemble and could be extremely useful, maybe even a lifesaver in the event of an emergency. Of course, it's always a good idea to be prepared for the unexpected while on the road, but the best option is to avoid breakdowns and car trouble wherever possible. Performing basic maintenance and observing a regular service schedule can help avoid unforeseen road emergencies. Roadside emergency items can fit into a small duffel bag or rubber storage tote, and include the following, jumper cables, emergency flares, flashlight and batteries, blankets and extra clothes, non-perishable snacks and bottled water, first aid kit, including essential medications, portable USB charger to keep the cell phone running even if the car isn't, ice scraper, snow brush and small shovel for winter driving. And finally, keep a copy of the Car Care Guide available free of charge at carcare.org. Visit the Car Care Council's website to access a number of tips and resources for vehicle maintenance, including a free custom service schedule. Get inspired every hour right here on Alternative Talk
0: 1150. All right, there we go. Back with you here on Drive Time Radio. New York Vinny with you. Yes, there is Drive Time I made a critical error. I don't know how I do this, Nathan. I, I, you know, you're the guy with the comp- knows all the computer stuff. I know some of it, but not as much as I really wish I did. Um, but for some reason, when I go on uh, this, um, you know, Facebook thing here, I wind up sending it to only me instead of broadcasting it, which really bugs me. It makes me... Yeah, okay, so I want to edit the audience because uh, somebody just uh, texted me and said that they're not getting it. So now you should be getting it. Now you should be getting uh, Drive Time Radio. So uh, on Facebook as well. And I'm going to figure out... Uh, I don't know how I did it, but I hit something on this thing that um, prevents me from getting... You know, every time I have to click the, share it with all the audience, or else we get into a, you know, we get into a thing where I can't, you can't see it. And I'm sitting here talking to myself. And let me tell you something, I talk to myself way too often, way too often to um, let that happen too much. All right, it's drive Time Radio. I'm New York Vinny. It is... uh, Coming up on 8.30, we got the top five uh, cars of the year for you. The five cars I didn't want to give back. It's not necessarily the Motor Trend Car of the Year. It's not necessarily the North American Car or Truck of the Year Award. It's just the Vinny. You know, it's the Vinny Award. We hand them out. It's, uh, it's it's just something we give out to the car companies to say thank you uh, for sending all the cars over. All right. Why don't we do this? Why don't we uh, do our um, cartoon of the week right now? Why don't we get that cranked up and ready? Um, Because I think you're really going to uh, enjoy this one. Uh, It's, uh, uh, you know, one of the great things is you get to, uh, so many times, listen to so many different... um, different songs, you know, I search for these songs all the time, and try to find, you know, songs that will, uh, you know, that maybe we haven't heard before, because, you know, there's a ton of of songs out there, um, car songs that we've heard before, but there's also uh, guys and women writing songs about cars now. And, you know, because there is a love affair with cars going on again. um, We heard, uh, what was it, Uh, they might be giants with electric car. And we've heard, you know, uh, um, the beat farmers with blue Chevrolet. And that's, you know, that's a a ways away. But there's still, especially in the country genre, I mean, there's 1,100 songs about pickup trucks. But I found one this week. Uh, that I thought was uh, groovy. This is a band out of Southern California. Look like a a, a bunch of older guys that um, pay homage to a, one of the greatest muscle cars in the original muscle car, the GTO. This is uh, the band the forty nineteens out of Southern California and go little GTO. you go big stir records the 4019s uh southern california and beyond uh, it appears to be the uh, name of the uh the album and that is go little gto what a great great sound too it's got the whole rockabilly gene vincent Dwayne, eddie um uh you know stray cats uh lineage to it uh, good clean rock and roll, and these guys look like they're about our age, or my age at least, you know, in their uh, mid-30s. <coughs> and uh, we're checking out the 4019s. Google them. They're also on Facebook. And uh, i got a few other songs on here. And uh, and an unusual name because it has nothing to do, you know, a lot of people would say, well, they're from California. Uh, they're, they're taking off on the, um, on the uh, 49ers. But oh, not true! No, 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 my friend. What they are doing is they are uh, 4019. I guess from what I understand is the um, the code for time off for good behavior. If you get 4019 in a California jail, I guess you get time off for good. That's time off for good behavior. Who knew? Did you know? I, I didn't know. The 4019's here on our Saturday morning cartoon. We do it every week on Drive Time Radio because cars and music go together so well. All right, Nathan, you want to ask me the magic question? Yo, Vinny, what are you driving this week? I thought you'd never ask, Nathan. I just thought you would never ask. What am I driving this week? I am driving, Nathan, the Infinity q50 red sport and that my friend is a car it is a nice car it is a quick car it is a car that's been around for a while i'm not going to take that or you know get let that one go by it's time for nissan to step up and and redesign this car and do some things to it but the other side of that coin is is it's a pretty good car uh, i like the infinities uh, i like it i like the design i like the way they handle i like everything about this car except the fact that it's long in the tooth and compared now if you if you are an infinity fan and you go out and buy this car it doesn't bother you that doesn't have all um, uh, well, it has all the stuff, but it's, you know, it's it's a little long in the tooth. The design has been around for a while. That's great. But if you're somebody who, uh, you know, goes out and buys a $65,000 car and wants the latest, you know, bing, bang, boom, you might be, uh, you, you, you're, you're going to probably be a little bit disappointed in this one. But when you drive it, you will uh, get that exhilarating feeling of, um, of, of moving this car around and getting it through some curves and dropping it into Sport Plus and really opening it up on the roads, uh, the back roads of, of your mind and of our minds and of the interstate highway system. Uh, it really does uh, handle the road well, hugs the road. It's uh, impeccably engineered everything is nice i mean you know it's not it's not that it's a bad car it's just it's just compared to what else is out there in 2021 um, it's time for redesign time for time to bring this car up into the uh, up into the 2020s uh, but again if you're an infinity fan or you're, or you're looking for something that doesn't look like everybody else is driving, that looks different, It has a uniqueness to it, then this car is uh, something that you should check out. We'll have more on it. But, I, you know, my initial impressions of this car, and this is, this is um, a number of them that I have, you know, one of a number I have driven, uh, I really enjoy this car. I like getting this car out on the road and opening it up and having some fun with it. And uh, I think if, you, um, if you're in the market for that, four-door sports sedan, you might enjoy that too, if, especially if you're looking for something. If you're a, a rugged individualist, it ha- doesn't have to drive what everybody else drives uh, to the golf club. All right? All right, 10-4. Okay, we'll take a quick break, and we'll come back and run down the top five. Thank you. The top five Um, cause I couldn't get back this year, are the ones that I didn't want to get back, the ones that they took Claude. Klein. Klein. From my uh, from my hands right here on Drive Time Radio what does it take to be a Buick it takes a car as wild and wonderful as the new Buick Wildcat for 64 when you go the way of the Wildcat people take notice They want to know more about your car. They'll want to drive it themselves. But beware, once they get behind the wheel, it's hard to get them out. 64 wildcat it's the wildest and above all
1: it's a viewing. going our own way every day alternative talk 1150
0: yeah i can never get that right. uh, back with you here on drive time radio new york pretty cold seattle morning at least it's not raining out there at least it's not right here in uh, the studios uh, but who knows what uh what evil lurks out there in the hearts of uh, the rain and uh, the snow up in the mountains? Man, it was pouring yesterday. I mean, it was. I tried to drive out. I was gonna actually go up to the snow. I was gonna take my daughter up to the snow. And um, wow, wow. We get, to, we get to Issaquah. and you know, and I, don't, I don't, I don't, I don't fear driving in weather, but she was getting a little nervous. And when she got nervous, I said, uh, "That's it. I'll see you." Turned around and changed direction. All right, oh, here we go. The top five cars I did not want to give back. Now again, it doesn't mean that the other ones on the list were bad. I don't do a bad car of the year because, to be honest with you, I haven't really run into a lot of bad cars. I've run into that's the great thing about vehicles today is that for the most part everything you drive is a decent car. You know, computers and and uh, you know, uh, safety equipment and so on and so forth have changed the dynamic. You know, when we were growing up there were cars that were lemons. And there still are. I'm not going to say that there aren't cars that are lemons out there. But not when you roll them off the showroom floor. It's much more about longevity. And I would always suggest before you buy a new car, or any car, that you invest a few bucks in Consumer Reports because they do a great job of, of looking at the longevity factors in these cars and the uh, incidences of recalls and this and that and the other thing. Uh, on all of these cars, Consumer Reports does a great job of that, and it's really worth if you're in the market for a car to pick up one of Consumer Reports' books, or Pavey—I don't know what is it, the, whatever it is—to go on their website and be able to uh, to to look at their report on that car. I really, uh, I, I I totally, absolutely—they uh, don't take. Uh, free cars, free trips, anything from the companies, they buy the cars, they research and I think they do an excellent job of looking at that factor, but really there's there's not a lot of cars that you get into today that are horrible cars that are bad cars um, that you you know that you'd say to your uh, your wife I wouldn't put our kids in that car and again, especially with the safety equipment and everything that's around now, you know, you don't you don't have that experience anymore. So this is not to cast dispersions on any other car that I drove this year, but these are the five cars that again when they came to get them, I did not want to give back. I was ready to ready to lie in front of it so that the guys um, that come and get these cars. <laughs> There's one car on this list that I actually hid from the guys for <laughs> almost a day. No, you got to come later, you got to come later, because I, I, had you know, I hadn't finished, I for whatever was going on that week, I didn't get to drive it as much as I wanted to. So I got up like early in the morning on the day that they were supposed to pick it up and took a, took a ride and... Uh, all of a sudden, I wasn't getting back exactly at the time they were coming to pick it up, so I apologize. All right, if you followed me at all this year, if you listened to this show this year at all, if you hung out with me at all this year, you know that I fell in love with the Mercedes-Benz Sprinter. Uh, I had driven it before, back east. As a matter of fact, I had it uh, one Christmas... And they gave me a red one, and I dressed up like Santa Claus and I drove it around Pittsburgh. <laughs> hey, what the heck? I was having fun, you know. People were looking and pointing at the red Sprinter with the thing that, that on Christmas Eve I took some uh, had some uh, presents that a couple of people I knew in the neighborhood gave me where I lived, and I pulled up to their house and you know they came out and Santa Claus was in the red Sprinter. I, just, I, don't, I think the kids must have been. Uh, at the window and joined up. So <clears throat> um, it, it the Mercedes-Benz Sprinter was just one cool car. It may have had the coolest factor or it may have, have had the most cool factor um, of any car I drove this year. And, and it's not a car, of course. It's a truck. But the um, first of all, I drove it July Fourth weekend, so we got to drive it down to Southern Oregon. Socially distancing in it because it was long enough that if you if you had sat two people in the back and two people in the front, you were socially distanced. The windows open, you could sleep in it. Um, you could uh, you, you know, you you your command of the road sitting up in it was spectacular. This was a gas version, it wasn't diesel, so it didn't have the diesel, you know, rumble to it. It handled really nicely. A couple of years ago, they changed um, the dashboard and the steering wheel uh, to make it more Mercedes-like. So it had a lot of the cool Mercedes stuff in it. And I just thought it was... um, uh, one of the coolest cars that I drove this year, number five. Number four, the Volkswagen Atlas Cross Sport. I don't know why. I can't quite explain why I love this vehicle so much. Maybe it's because out of all the SUVs I drove, and this is, the you know, like the five-passenger SUVs, um, the Cross Sport came across as the room, as they came close to roominess in the car and size. Combining it up with handling and sportiness. You know, the Atlas Cross Sport has the lower roof, uh, the muscled-up tire, uh, um, uh, wheel wells, and cladding. I mean, I don't know that I'd go into the high Sierra with it, uh, you know, up um, up a mountain. But for what you're going to use it for, what I'm going to use it for, and what most people are going to use it's not a Jeep. It's a Volkswagen Atlas Cross Sport. And for a, for this, this um, car uh, SUV that you have to use maybe for work and for pleasure, uh, to carry the kids in the groceries or to carry your golf clubs to have a little fun and engagement driving out of this type of car, I thought the Atlas crossbord really um, hit the mark, man. Hit the mark and so they are on the top five cars i did not want to give back number three was the genesis g90 all-wheel drive um genesis is going to kill people with this car and by that i mean um i don't know if i i was a big fan of the Kia k900 they came out a couple of years ago, a few years ago now. And and they built, Kia built the best $90,000 car that you could buy for $60,000. But nobody would buy one because it was a Kia. It stacked up against Mercedes. It stacked up against, um, you know, Audi. It, it, it stacked up. I mean, maybe there was a little higher tech in the Mercedes and the Audi, but, but it, it, it was there. I drove a, a K900 from Florida up to uh, Pittsburgh, and it was a spectacular road car. And everywhere I went, people stopped, and they looked at them, and they, and they were going over it and, and digging it. A couple of people in West Virginia, I think, were digging something else there. I don't know. Maybe they were looking to take the tires off it or something. That was a little strange there. But it really, um, boy, did they hit the mark with the K900. Well, Genesis uh, broke off from Hyundai and came up with their own brand, same thing as Lexus and Infiniti did with uh, Toyota and Nissan. And they really, um, I, I, I got to tell you, man, I was... Uh, I was so impressed with this car. The luxury, the driving dynamics, the feel of the car. Everything that you could want in this type of car is there. It's right, it's, it's it feels, it doesn't feel like a knockoff. It feels like the genuine thing. Uh, The uh, the, um, Genesis Engineers... Have gone into this, uh, have have created a car that doesn't just mimic a luxury car ride; it creates a luxury car ride. And I know that the, the, the popular thinking is, well, you know, I, I, I could buy one, and it's uh, it's you know, it's it's not quite a Mercedes, or it's not quite an Infinity, or it's not quite a Lexus, or it's not quite this. This is not a not quite car. This car is is right there. It's right with the others, and it is a car that uh, that you will love if you get in that get behind those seats. Uh, the safety, the uh, the little things on the car that is do- that are done right. I couldn't find anything with this car that wasn't. Done right, when I did the review of the car, you know, sometimes you feel bad because you go into a car and you're, you're trying to think what what can I find wrong, and there just wasn't a lot to find wrong with the Genesis G90. wasn't a lot to find wrong uh, with that car at all. So if you're in the market for a luxury car, uh, that's one that you might want to look at as well. Uh, the Genesis G90 was off the charts. Oh, boy, this one. Uh, this one, this one, this. I struggled with this one. I certainly struggled with, with this one. This is the uh, the BMW Wannabe SUV. Um, the, uh... Boy... You know, this is one of those cars that have a dual personality. Uh, They want it to be an SUV, the M6 competition. They want it to be an SUV. Uh, They want it to be that car uh, that serves a purpose, but it's too small to really serve a purpose. And um, too large to be a true sports car. Oh, my Lord, was it a thrill to drive. Oh, my Lord, was this car an absolute hoot to drive. I drove this car over to Spokane and back, and it was off the charts, um, a highway cruiser. I mean, if you're going through Montana, and you're going through Wyoming, and you're going through, and you got a lot of money. If you're Robert Redford, you're living up on your ranch in uh, Idaho or Montana or wherever those guys are living, or David Letterman, and you want something just that'll give you four all-wheel drive, you can drive as fast as you wanna. You can, you know, go out there and have fun with it. It's a fun vehicle to drive. It'll pin you in the seat. that will make you feel like you're driving something that nobody else is driving. This is the car. Um, you know, at top speed of 180 miles an hour, it's regulated. You know, It'll, it'll easily do over 200. Uh, just a spectacular achievement. Except that it serves no practical purpose. <laughs> if you got money to burn, this is the car you want to look at. But yet, it was hard to get out of it. It was hard to stop driving. I drove. I drove the big, juice fat out of his car. It was hard to get out of. So that's and the number one car. And I'm sure that you guessed this one already, but if you if you didn't, um, Nathan, do you want Do you want to guess it? Do you know it, Nathan?
1: I think I have an idea. You want me do to want say it?
0: To, do you want to? You, you want to see if you got it?
1: I haven't heard you say the Corvette Stingray yet.
0: You know why, Nathan?
1: It's just too over the top. I mean,
0: no, it's the number one car. I mean, yeah. It, it, listen, there, there's, there is, you know, the Corvette Stingray, all new for 2021. Um, the it is the car that. People have waited for, since I was, uh, let's see, 13 years old, the mid-engine Corvette, a spectacular, spectacular achievement of American automobilism. Uh, it, it not only does the Corvette say a sports car, say cool, say... Um, uh, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm different than anything else out there. I'm the poor man's Ferrari. But it is an attainable dream. In these days, when our dreams are slipping away from us, the dreams of health care, great health care, affordable health care, the dreams of home ownership for many people, the dreams of of uh, an America where everybody loves everybody else and everybody gets along. All of these dreams are slipping away. But for $70,000, which in car speak is not a lot of money. You're gonna pay that for a Lexus. You're gonna pay that for a pickup truck. For 70,000 bucks, You can walk into a Chevrolet showroom and buy yourself one badass Corvette. Now, is it for everybody? No. But when you drive that car, and I drove that car across the state, I drove it to Idaho. We stopped at at Coeur d'Alene. My friend Keith and I were driving this car. And we stopped at Coeur d'Alene and... People just came up to it like it was a museum piece. People came up to it and looked at it, and you could see. I remember I let, there were these two uh, uh, kids that were looking at it, and, you know, tattooed up and everything like that, you know, and, and they're probably their, their young 20s. And I said, You want to sit in it. Now, these guys looked like, when I was a kid, they looked like punk rockers, anarchists, you know, that, you know the leather and the tattoos and everything. And I said, you want to sit in and take a picture? And they were both were, and, and so I let them sit there, let them take a picture. Of it. And you could see the, the guy's eyes when he sat in the car. And they lit up. And it was something that you've just, you, you, you just, you don't see it, people's eyes light up like that anymore. And that's what the Corvette is. It's a great car to drive, engineering wise. Uh, I fit in a car, um, you know, looks wise, uh, the variations that will come out power wise, it's a supercar. It, it, but it also represents one of the still attainable American dreams. And that is so valuable in our society today that we could look at that car and we could say that that's an American car and that that's something that I can aspire to. And if you work, if, if you are a, have a decent job, you can afford it. You can go out you can buy, and you can buy that car. You know, it's not a Ferrari, you don't have to spend 150. You don't have to spend 200,000. You can plunk down half the money and have yourself a car that people dream about driving. And as I said, it's not for everybody. But sometimes maybe dreams aren't for everybody, you know. It's um, it represents it represents the American auto industry at its best, and was a spectacular, spectacular ride. You know, I mean, you know, the review will tell you the ride characteristics. The review will tell you how fast it went. The review I did will tell you what that car is. But that car, driving that car, was a chunky little kid whose father owned a gas station and used to buy every car magazine that he could and sit in the gas station and read them all day and read the Chevy magazines. Uh, and, and Super Chevy and those magazines and read about the coming mid-engine Corvette and the Mako Shark and all of those cars that was supposed to be that car. And how many times uh, was, were, were we teased with that car was coming and that car was coming. And finally, it rolled off the showroom. It, it rolled out of the factory. And it truly was... A dream come true. And that's why uh, the Corvette Stingray is the number one car uh, that I did not want to give back. Honorable mentions um, uh, the Genesis Hybrid, the Hyundai Genesis Hybrid, was a spectacular family car, well designed, a beautiful car, and the Ford Expedition. Anytime you send me a car with massaging heated seats, it I'm not going to want to give it back. I don't care. If it's a 67 Volkswagen bug, if that car has heated massaging seats, tell me I'm not wrong here, Nathan. I'm not giving the car back.
1: I would be thinking the same exact thing.
0: Well, that's, uh, that's it, man. That's, that's our top five list. We'll post them on Facebook and on Twitter. Uh, That's going to do it for us for another week. We'll get back to doing car reviews and interviews and everything else next week. Please, all of you have a safe, safe happy new year it will be better in 2021 uh than it was in in 2020 simply because it just darn well has to be right i guess that's right we'll see you next saturday if the laws will in the creek don't rise have a good one and thank you for listening